Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Last Journey Podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany, and today we are going to be talking all about commission-based salons and how to know if it's right to implement in your own salon. So first, I want to address that there is a lot of negative talk in the industry right now about owning or running commission-based salons. Some of the things I hear are, you know, there's no way that commission-based salons can be successful. Um, Employees don't even like to work at commission-based salons. Um, what else have I heard? Gosh, I've, I've literally heard everything that it, you know, it breeds competition in a negative way that all of these things make for a bad business model. And as somebody that runs a very successful um, commission based salon, I can tell you that I feel that that is the furthest thing from the truth. And I feel like unless you're really in it and, um, you know, living it day to day and working with the employees, I think that there's a lot to be learned, and I just want to break it down for you in the most positive, simple way possible. So let's get started. Okay, so first things first. When I was first opening my salon, I had to decide whether or not I wanted to um, go the route of having employees and how I wanted to structure their pay, or I had the option to, um, you know, hire or have renters come and rent from me. And I, w- I get the- asked that question a lot. How do you know which way to go? And the best way that I can describe it is when I was first expanding my business, I was expanding because I was super booked out myself. And I knew that whoever I hired and trained on doing lashes, that they were going to end up um, getting a lot of clients because of my business name. And because I was the one who was kind of like attracting those clients in because I was the one who was, who was really giving that employee training and all of that. I knew that I wanted to right from the start, start with a commission-based model. I knew that I also really wanted to be able to um, define what the culture of my my business and what our standards, our, our client experience, I wanted to be able to, find, to define what all of that looked like. And so I knew right from the beginning that I wanted to go the employee route rather than the um, subcontractor route. I see a lot of mistakes and misclassification with this in the industry. So first and foremost, I wanted to clear that up. What makes an employee versus a, a, you know, what you'll frequently hear as a 1099 employee or a subcontractor who receives a 1099 um, at the end of the year? So main differences here is if you intend on, you know, making, requiring your employee to work a schedule, like if you're the one scheduling the appointments for them, if you are the one who's purchasing supplies and expecting them to use um, what supplies that you offer, if you're expecting anything from them, to be completely honest, um, when it comes to how they, they conduct themselves in your business, you want to make sure that you are going the um, or classifying as an employee. Now, when it comes to subcontractors, subcontractors are usually paying you rent. They are taking their own appointments, making their own schedules. They are taking their own payments. This is key. They're taking their own payments into their own business account, and then they are paying you rent on a weekly or biweekly or monthly basis. At the end of the year, um, you're basically just acting as their landlord. They will get a um, they'll get a 1099 just from the income that they're the rental income that they're paying you, but that's it. You can't you can't tell them what to do. Now, granted, you can have standards in your 
in your business. Like you can, if you are doing a salon suite, I think it's a really, um, it can be a really smart business model depending on what your end goals are, right? We know this, um, but you know, you can create the kind of atmosphere and culture that you want in your business just by the way that you conduct yourself as a landlord and um, by the type of tenants that you choose to let into your your space, your business. You can have guidelines, you can have contracts that allow you to, you know, go your separate ways with them if it's not working out. But at the end of the day, they are operating their business out of your business and you really can't determine or decide what they are going to do with that business. So if you decide that you want to go the employee route like I did, now I'm here to talk to you about what commission-based pay might look like for them, the pros and the cons. Um, but yeah, I, I feel that for me, it has created the healthiest work atmosphere I could have possibly created for my business. And um, I decided to do commission-based over hourly in the beginning because I decided that, um, you know, as someone who was really driven, I don't want to say that I was driven by money, but as someone who was a bit financially driven as far as how much I wanted to be making, uh, even when I worked at the the salon that I worked at for a few months before actually like truly going on my own, I knew that I wanted to treat people the way that I would have expected to be treated. And if I was doing a service for someone, especially if I was the one, you know, attracting those clients and bringing them in, I wanted to make sure that I was compensated for it fairly. And because I had such a bad experience at that first salon that I worked at, I knew that, um, that I wanted to treat my employees like gold. And um, I think some of the best advice I ever got from another business mentor was you truly are only as good as your business and, uh, or as your employees, your business is only truly as good as your employees and the happiness of your employees. And I think that when you have people working for you day in and day out, you need to be able to compensate them fairly. You know, you want to make sure as a business owner that you are going to be profitable. You need to know your numbers, but you absolutely can do that. And pay your employees fairly at the same time. So I chose to go the commission route. Um, and I, I feel like the way, the type of person that I am, um, and what motivates me to do better is, you know, hitting numbers and knowing that the sky is the limit when it comes to pay. And when I hire people, I go over that commission structure with them. And I tell them like, I am going to be your biggest fan. If you put all of this effort into, into yourself, into your book, into growing your book, like you are going to see such amazing rewards. And I am here I am all here for that for you. So um, knowing that they're not going to be capped out, um, knowing that they're not going to be capped out is really enticing to that employee. I think that a lot of employees understand this day and age that it does cost a lot to run a salon and run a business. Um, so, you know, they're, they're smart. They're aware that you know, they can't be making 70, 80%. And if, if they did, you would definitely have to have a conversation with them. But I feel like I can have really mature conversations with my employees about, about numbers and they see what goes into the business. And it's, it's very, it's a very healthy understanding of like what that looks like. And they know that I am supporting them in so many other ways and that they're not only um, getting great clients from the business, but they, they have a place where they can feel safe and be themselves. And they know that, that, um, I'm only there to help them grow and how to learn how to be um, great artists and, and great, 
I, I don't want to say great business owners one day, but maybe that's the route that they want to go. Who knows? I'm here to act as like that safe haven for them to um, to learn and grow. So I think that goes a really long way. Now, that being said, um, you know, I have had some of my employees now for six, seven years. I feel that um, it's really important to note that not everybody wants to run a business. And as the business owner and as the salon owner, you have to be passionate about leading others and creating careers and career paths for those people. Because, um, you know, if you want to keep someone in the long run, not only do you have to pay them well, but you have to, you have to listen and help them grow as individuals. Because I think that, if you are paying your people well, the reason that they leave or the, or the reason that they might leave a place is not because of the pay. At that point in time, it's because they feel like they have capped out. And I think that's where a lot of people looking in on commission-based situations, they might not get it because they might just stop at that number. They might just offer a flat rate of commission or you know, no system of motivating that employee to better themselves or to move up in different levels and receive promotions. Or you know, even if they get to that top, promotion spot that you have, what's next for them? And I think that um, people don't realize that there's so much more that goes into fostering that healthy relationship with your employees that you can like grow them as you grow with the business. Like I, I really pay attention to what motivates my employees individually through communication, through just observing them and knowing them over the years. Like I know you know, if one of my employees has a um, a passion for training, I know if they have a passion for wanting to, um, gosh, who knows, like lead others in, um, you know, like I, I have a, a spa manager position. I have somebody who's really interested in the skincare aspect. She loves lashes, but she's also really passionate about helping the girls within our team learn about skincare and learn how to sell retail and, and all of that. And that is her career path. She has now been able, you know, to be given the opportunity, not just to be, you know, just a lash artist, but she is a, you know, successful esthetician and she is a, you know, has a management position in the space now. So, when you hear that, you know, commission, commission-based models breed, um, you know, competition and all of these negative things, I think that it also really allows people to bloom and feel comfortable where they are because they are making good money the more that they grow. They're seeing that back in their in their pockets and that's what they deserve. So um, let's take it a step back and like figure out how can we be profitable as salon owners all the while giving our employees the best possible experience they can while they're under your roof. And um, so I think that when talking about, about the negative associations with commission-based things, we need to then figure out how can we fix that? How can we fix that perception? Or if that is going on in other salons, how can those salon owners work to better their, better their team? And I can tell you that you know, paying your employees less or starting out not paying your employees a, a fair wage. Like, and, and to me, that is anything under 40%. Like, I'm just, I'm not a fan of because I know that I would never want to work for somewhere um, that, that, that paid me like that. You know, I think that we do so much work and effort to like build ourselves as artists. And I think that, um, 
you know, it, we know what can be made in that. And when you see people leaving their independent positions or their, their positions at salons, when you see people leaving those positions, it's usually because they feel like they could be better compensated, either working on their own, even if they don't think they're fit for running a business, they just know that they should be making more and they're right. So I think that giving, um, determining what a healthy, commission-based rate for them from the beginning will set you and everybody else up for success from the beginning. So let's talk about what that fair wage might look like. And this is going to be different um, or fair percentage, I should say. This should be different for, um, or it's going to be different for every different business, but I would highly recommend not paying any less than 40%. And when you hear people say, don't pay 50%, I I do agree with that to a certain extent, but you need to have certain things in place. So the way that I do the commission split in my location is I have different tiered levels of artistry. So I have like my beginners or anybody that's coming into the salon with me from the beginning, they're automatically starting out in that junior one position and they are making 45% commission. When they eventually do well and they hit all of their performance numbers and they get that raise to where they're now moving to that junior two position, they're going to be getting 48%. And when they finally get to that point where they're they're really talented and they're they're building their book and they have a really great return rate with their clientele they're going to make that 50% commission split but here's the key for me and what has helped me be profitable is that I do the commission split after the cost of service so as the business owner I want to implore you, if you don't know this already, you need to figure out your expenses that you're paying for your product, the product to actually do the services and what it costs to actually, um, what all goes into that. Like whether it's, you know, you're, you're doing a, a brow service and you need wax sticks and you need brow tint and all of these things. I want you to go through your services and figure out what it's actually costing you. And you can actually... Um, by industry standard, a lot of different salon owners do this across the board, but you can actually split commission after the cost of what that service costs you. So whatever you build into that service cost, you would first subtract that out and then you would split commission based off of that. I also offer my employees 10% commission on all retail sales. And I think that's pretty staple in the industry too. So that is how I do it. And it seems to work really well for my team and I. And, um, you know, as service costs go up, you can, you know, increase that by a small percentage, either yearly or how I usually do it is maybe every other year. But you want to pay close attention to what your numbers actually look like and make sure that you are not um, hurting yourself in that area by just automatically giving someone 50% commission. At the same time, I see a lot of Um, commission-based salon owners just giving a flat rate and that is completely fine too. So if you wanted um, to start out your employees on a, on a commission base, like uh, with a flat rate, I would still do a tiered level. Like how I was telling you, I do the junior, senior, master. You want to have a breakdown of what those tiers might look like. So let's say you start someone out in the very beginning at 40% and you know, you have, six months down the road, they're doing really great. And you decide, okay, I want to give them an extra percent commission. So now you're at 41%. 
then maybe a year from now they're still with you and now they're at 43, 44, up to 45%. If you are doing um, if you are doing that flat rate, I usually like to kind of stop it there at that 45 unless you really, really, really know your numbers and your margins. But um, yeah, you can do it in a way where the employee knows that if they perform well and they do well with their their current book and their services and their client retention rate and all of those KPIs, um, key performance indicators that you set up for them to be able to visibly see what they need to do to get to that next level. If they're hitting that, they need to know that they are going to be compensated for doing that extra work. And um, I think that's what really starts to breed a healthy um, a healthy work environment when it comes to commission is that not only are the employees knowing that they're getting compensated fairly, but they see the growth in it and they know that their success and what they see in their paychecks is directly related to the hard work that they put in. So I think it is also fair to share with you how my commission, how well my commission-based employees actually do. And um, this is another reason why I knew in the beginning Two, that I wanted to go the commission route as a business owner. Again, remember, I knew that that these employees are going to be getting um, clients on their own at first through the name of the business, right? So when I was looking at whether or not to do commission versus the um, versus renting, I knew that if I was going to rent, that I'd be capping my income at a certain point. Whereas with commission, not only is the the sky the limit for the employees, but the sky's the limit for you as the business owner as well. So when we are talking about profitability, we need to look at the potential that each employee could be um, producing, utilizing that room. Like if I were to rent it out for, let's say, a thousand, twelve hundred, even fifteen hundred a month compared to what these employees are actually earning, like I would really, really be hurting myself as a business owner. So I now remind you, remind you, I have um I have a lot of employees who have been with me six or seven years and have a great return rate when it comes to their clientele. And I think that that this is key, but I've also had employees who have just started out and they've had like a natural ability to pull in clients with their work and just the way that they carry themselves and market themselves. And they have done super well, you know, even within the first six months, bringing in eight or $9,000 a month just in revenue. So I have employees who are, you know, on, you know, if they're beginning out, maybe they're bringing in like three to four thousand in revenue per month. And then I have employees who, um, gosh, like a couple of months ago, my, my lead, my lead artist made over 21,000, um, a month for the month of March in her revenue. And it is just mind blowing to see. And it is so cool to know that she walked away. Like she walked away that month. And that's not, that's not even including tips guys. She walked away that month. Like making more than most independent business owners make on their own in a given month, you know? So I think there's a lot to be said about how successful commission-based models can be and how it really breeds, um, you know, such a good environment for employees to feel like they can grow in and have that long-term success when it comes to, um, what they're actually walking away with. Like they're, they're super happy. They're super well-paid and they get to leave the business at the end of the day, um, without having to worry about all of the things that we have to worry about as business owners. So I think, um, knowing who you're hiring and knowing, um, knowing that you are putting all of the information out there for the person and making sure that they're okay with that. Like I could tell you 
90, I've, I've actually never had somebody interview and try to work for me that had a problem with commission. So um, I, I do think it's a really healthy way to set your employees up for success in the long run. And, um, you know, as in talking again about profitability, I think that when you look at that and you start to say, okay, not only do I have one employee who's who's doing that, but now I have two. Now I'm adding a third and we're still growing. We're still busy and cut to five years where you have 10 employees all bringing in over 10,000 a month. Like that is how you get to that, you know, up upward six figures to that seven figure um, seven figure a year in revenue. And it's completely possible and easy to break down. Like really in order to have a, um, you know, a seven figure business, you just need to be bringing in, I think it's what, you know, 83, $83,333 a month. And if you have eight employees who are each bringing in over $10,000 a month, like you're there and it is so possible. So don't cut yourself short when it comes to, um, thinking about opening a salon, they can be completely profitable, but you just have to know how to do it the right way. That is basically commission in a nutshell. And I am sure there are so many different layers to that and so many things that I am leaving out. You're going to hear me talk about running a commission-based salon a lot during this podcast. So if you have any other, um, you know, any other opinions at all, like whether it be positive or negative, or if you have any questions, please feel free to share them with me. I will absolutely clear them up for you. And again, you can find me on Instagram. Everything is linked in the show notes. I would love to keep this conversation going. So until next time, thanks for tuning in. I'll talk to you then.